0: We're now coast to coast. I just love to say this. We're coast to coast because God's the most.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy, and thanks so much for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining me today is Deb Mon. She's the founder of Veterans for Worship. Thanks so much for being here, Deb. Thanks, Lori. Thanks for
0: having us.
1: We're going to talk about Independence Day. You want to lead off with that?
0: Yes. Independence Day certainly celebrates the birth of our country as an independent nation and i think when looking at the history of that time i think people kind of felt stuck in their situation in many ways i might feel how that might describe how we feel right now during this time in right. our life <laughs> it could feel that way in our faith right with god and so sometimes as a country sometimes as a person we need new experiences and new connections to grow and to get unstuck that is really an
1: interesting way to put it. I haven't really thought a lot about what it must be like for a veteran. However, we know they suffer. But to think about giving them new experiences, uh, that's really fascinating. How do you help with this effort?
0: Well, as a Army Reserve chaplain, I saw soldiers in my unit. And what started happening to my heart is I wondered, if these folks left the military service, would they have a chaplain when they left the military? And so I started seeing this huge void. And so I really wanted Veterans for Worship to be the organization that provides chaplain support to the veteran community, just as they had when they were in service. And so if they leave service, they may lose that chaplain in their life, Um, and they may lose what we call the ministry of presence. Certainly when they leave military service too, they might lose that connection with other veterans and the military community. I think so often when you're in the military, you go from one unit and you go to another unit, right? And there's new people to catch you on that other side. And sometimes when you leave military service, it might feel like you don't know where to go we certainly have a lot of veterans that connect with local church communities and that's wonderful that's awesome but i feel like there might be some folks that kind of get stuck in transition without um, a church community without a chaplain and so certainly we help uh, connect them and reconnect them to god and then also to each other can you tell me a little bit about the role of a chaplain? in the military is it like a pastor the chaplains in the military our role um the role of a chaplain is to ensure that title 10 rights religious freedom is provided or you have chaplains that directly perform worship services on sunday or friday or whenever uh the faith community in that unit comes together and and so I think uh, military chaplains also provide this pastoral counseling role where, when soldiers and their families are going through stressful moments, um, they can reach out to the unit chaplain for prayer, for advice, for guidance, or just to listen. When I served as a battalion chaplain for the Army Reserves, I had so many soldiers coming to talk to me that really had no faith application at all. They just needed someone to talk to, and I think that's true for a lot of us. Sometimes we just need someone who is willing to listen, and so what, what an honor that is that someone would entrust their thoughts and feelings to a chaplain and to share that with other people. Some of my most favorite favorite moments as a military chaplain, I've done weddings. Like even within the last few days, I've seen on Facebook people celebrating their uh, wedding anniversaries. And it's like, I did that one! Yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. And then babies are born, and it really is living life with uh the soldiers or the military members of your unit as a chaplain and then veterans for worship is really trying to recreate that in the veteran community
1: so it sounds like not only for the veteran but it's including their entire family
0: absolutely and we'll we'll share a little bit later but um, we actually have military spouses as a great part of this effort we could we couldn't do our mission without them well speaking of your mission how
1: did this all get launched or started
0: in 2013 I became a battalion chaplain and that that same year um, I actually was eligible to retire from the Army Reserves of course I didn't retire that year but I started <laughs> to think that there may be a time I would need to find a new military unit or a new military family and I remember going up to the commissary in Smoky Point and bumping into a bunch of folks at a VFW post 1561 in Arlington and they were doing their poppy drive and so I got to meet them and introduce myself to them. And I had joined, actually, the VFW, that post, actually, in 2008 when I returned from Iraq. But going to seminary and working full-time, I just really didn't have the time to connect with them as I would have liked. And so, flash forward, 2015, bumping into them, I, re- I think I returned the very next day to help them with their poppy drive. They really have become my new military family um, until like the very next year in 2016, um, God had placed on my heart to start a church on ministry for veterans. And so certainly uh, we've had a lot of great support from uh, the local VFWs in Snohomish County post 2100 in Everett. They, they uh, posted some of our very early events every year. They host our Christmas Day uh, breakfast and chapel service. Post uh, 1040 um, and 8870, they've provided funding for uh, our Christmas Day breakfast event. And then certainly there's the American Legion. We've connected with vet centers. And then uh, we also started uh, attending the Heroes Cafe events. Um, that started really that same year in January 2016.
1: So the Heroes Cafe, it's not like a cafe, it's like an event.
0: It's like an event. And for many years, Burdent Wellness Center um, hosted um, that event, uh, led by Post 1040 and Post 8870. And I think now they're moving into a much uh, bigger location. I think a local church is hosting them, so... Thank God for our local churches right? and supporting veteran efforts.
1: Yeah, what occurs to me when you're talking is that for some vets, church just may not be something they can do because of all the PTSD, and also that uh, general public doesn't really understand. And so, I love that you are making yourself available. And how would you describe your mission?
0: Well, uh, very early on, the first event, um, you know, I I really sense God said, please don't tell the VFW guys that you want to plant a church in their basement. Just, (laughs) you know, tell them that you'd like to hold a Sunday Remembrance service and so that was really our very first service and I consider that more of our worship event it's like a memorial um, to honor our fallen heroes the Sunday before Memorial Day and so we started with that event and then there was um, a veteran stand down event in ever at the high school just a few months after that in July, and so we attended that. And so that seemed to start shaping our outreach mission, right? So worship, memorial events, um, outreach, kind of stand-down events. And through that stand-down event and through setting up our um, Sunday Remembrance Service, we were having to network and connect with other VSOs like the VFW, like um, the Vet Center, and so that really started shaping the third leg of our mission of networking. And so um, certainly we can't do those three missions without um, many of the local churches. They will host us now and um, Our our Sunday Remembrance service now has moved from the VFW into various churches in the area. Um, We'll do a freedom service, right, very soon in celebration of 4th of July. We have our Patriot Day service in September to honor and and remember uh, September 11th. And then, of course, our favorite event is our Veteran Appreciation event in November. And then, of course, you know, there's lots of folks who our local who may or may not have family in the area, it breaks my heart that anyone would celebrate Christmas by themselves. And so for the last four years, or I guess this would be the fourth year, um, we've hosted a Christmas breakfast um, and chapel service where we sing hymns, just so people don't have to be alone on Christmas. Mm, wow. It, so and- it,
1: it kind of started with this idea, and then it turned into like this three-leg organization with worship, outreach
0: and networking. Absolutely. And and certainly COVID-19 is making it challenging to do some of those things. <laughs> that was my next so- question. Yeah well <laughs> i want to thank king county we we started again just by faith getting an idea um i, I have a sweet friend who owns a whistle stop sweet shop in murray'sville i know them and <laughs> and lynn and steve reed folks, right
1: love- <laughs> we'll give them a shout out lynn and steve yes, reed he-
0: Lynn and you Reed, love you guys. Can't <laughs> wait until you reopen. I think you're reopening uh, in a few weeks. I think so. I but- got an email, so... <laughs> Yes, they're amazing people. I was just saying last night, you know, every family should have a doctor and a lawyer in their family. And I was joking with our veteran community last night. I think every person should have a friend who owns a candy store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so a few years ago, uh, we had stopped by um, her shop. Uh, she had just recently opened, and it was my husband's birthday, and she had, like, this retro candy, and uh, we, we stopped in, and, you know, we're just t- talking. I, I think it's dangerous to talk with me because, you know, <laughs> brainstorming actually turns into an idea, and so um, I said, you know, have you ever thought about, you know... Having uh, hosting an event for veterans like a cafe, and she's like, "Yeah, we would totally do that." And I think she was already hosting like "Coffee with a Cop" in Marysville uh-huh. and that kind of thing. And so we we did a few events there, and then. Um, we had uh, Sirens Market and Coffee House in Everett. They had hosted a few events for us there. And then um, uh, we have some friends who actually moved to the Renton Veterans Center in Renton. And so we held a few cafes there. And so, you know, just in this small effort of moving forward and holding these events, um, King County... Uh, Veterans Board. They had these grants out there, and so you know our mission of worship um, maybe doesn't connect to everyone, but King County certainly saw the value in our outreach effort to do cafes, and they gave us a grant. Unfortunately, we received the grant around COVID nineteen, <laughs> and so certainly we're we're looking for safe ways and permission to use that funding to reach. Uh, veteran, some way or another. Um, what have you come up with and- so far
1: with that? Because a lot of the nonprofits that I'm interviewing now, they've had to pivot and they've had to go, OK, our fundraiser that we have done for 100 million years isn't going to work this year.
0: <laughs> mm hmm. Certainly, um, where it makes sense, of we're pivoting to Zoom and Facebook Live. Um, we we would hold a weekly event at View Ridge Church in Everett called Military Monday. I call it our weekly formation. Mm. And so um, we just moved that to Zoom and then Facebook live to folks who are struggling you know to connect on Zoom. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah really just pivoting. I like that word that you used. but we we're eager that when it's safe and mm-hmm. where it makes sense, Um, to use that funding to connect with veterans um, with cafes or whatever else we can do. Um, You
1: know, Facebook just hired a Christian woman named Nona Jones. Do you know about this? I don't. Okay. So she is the, she is the faith community outreach person to help um, Christian organizations, churches, to be able to use Facebook to its best The most efficient way to reach their people, their congregation. So I don't know if you might reach out to her, but it seems like maybe with having her on, I think it's been maybe two years now since she came on in that job because it was new. I love it that there is a a very intentional effort to use Facebook to connect our communities and then bam, COVID hit Mm -hmm. and we need it more
0: than ever. Yes, yes. You know, in many ways, I feel like God said, I I need to create, uh, you know, those food delivery apps, and I need Facebook to be created, and Mm -hmm. I need Zoom to be created just for this situation. I can't imagine how hard it would be to encourage one another. Think about other pandemics in 1918. Right, How did people stay connected? And so Mm -hmm. glad we have these tools. Certainly the situation's not ideal. And we certainly would wish that it just would go away. But um, that may not be the reality. So well, and I know um, that there's
1: such a thing called zoom, um, zoom fatigue, because you mm -hmm. are seeing people, but it's just not the same. And so I think it is filling the gap. But I think when we can see each other the other day, you know, there's nobody here at the station. The other day, there were four people, all six feet apart, outside my studio door. And I went out, I was like, people i see people <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to hug them but of course i couldn't <laughs> I didn't even well, know And I think them. that's why
0: we need social distancing, Lori, because you and I are huggers, Ugh. right? And so God knows, don't get us in front of folks. Please. I know.
1: I think huggers are really struggling.
0: Yes, we are.
1: <laughs>
0: we're doing virtual hugs on Zoom. Definitely. Uh, last night, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, last time you were here, you spoke with our good friend, Gary Scheip. And he loved chatting with you right after, or as soon as I got in, I guess I missed you. He came in and was just saying how awesome <laughs> the interview was and how much he enjoyed talking to you. So how much have you grown since the last
0: time uh, we all talked? I think it was at least six months ago. Yes, I think it was around October just before Veterans Day. Right. Um, so, you know, with our board, um, I, I think we said, we're not going to let COVID-19 slow us down, right? And we're not going to let it get us stuck right and what can we do to make progress during this time and so certainly we've had additional time to partner with other churches ministries and other organizations you know within the last few years we've developed this really deep partnership uh, with view Ridge Community Church and ever I could not do what I do without them Uh, pastor E.T. Tapper and uh, Pastor Lefe Tapper, they are amazing people. And I love how these pastors really just affirm what God has called people to already do. And so, um more recently, um we've connected with Fairview Church in Seattle. Um they have a pastor, TJ, as their new pastor there, and um they are very interested in finding ways to connect with veterans in their community. Um and then certainly my friend Kathy Jo, um her efforts with Rock the Church Northwest, she's just wanting, uh, to do something in the community. And then, uh, we have our, new friends and POCs at Renton Veterans Center. We now have a formal POC uh, that connect with the chapel community at Everett Naval Station. And in March, we officially um, invited in a chapter from Tampa Bay, Florida. Wow. So, yes, yes. So, really excited about that. And, uh, you know, I think so many folks in our group just think I'm just cheesy and corny. But um, <laughs> in uh, military units, uh, they have, you know, formations and formations in the units have mottos. And so um, with the expansion to Florida, we're now coast to coast. I just love to say this, we're coast to coast, because God's the most. So <laughs> <I love that. laughs> my favorite motto.
1: <laughs> How does somebody get involved with you if they either want to volunteer or they know a veteran? How do they find you?
0: Well, certainly they can reach out to me. We are also revamping our website. We're on Facebook. Um, they, they can reach us out, uh, reach us that way. And so, you know, if they have any questions about our weekly Military Monday event that we do on Zoom, we now have folks that are coming from, attending from Spokane and Atlanta. And I even had uh, a veteran pastor on our Zoom from Arkansas. So, um, I, I, you know, like I said, I, we're not going to let COVID-19 stop us uh, <laughs> from connecting not only locally, but also nationally. And so, um, if folks are interested in either connecting or volunteering, uh, many different ways on Facebook or through our website.
1: And tell me, say again, the name of your organization, what they like, uh, what it would be called on Facebook.
0: Yes, so Veterans for Worship, uh, you can't miss us. It's a great big red Christian cross, not to be confused with the big red American Red Cross. Okay. Um, (laughs) And your website? uh, Our website is www.veteransforworship.com or .net.
1: Okay. And I just want to circle back to something that it, it just resonated with me. Um, during this COVID, we have seen so many heroes in the frontline workers, in neighbors, in children, in people reaching out. And so when you were talking about going into the whistle-stop candy shop. And you said, I'm dangerous. You know, the thing that I think is so amazing is when we share our stories and other people jump on with our mission, you know, not everybody can have their own mission, but when we have one and we share it, it feels like a miracle to me. I've watched this Mm -hmm. with so many nonprofits. You start talking, you start sharing your story, the stories. And people are all in and want to help.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, and I have to remind myself and the folks that volunteer with us every day, right? My, my role as the founder and the chaplain is to find people who want to get involved with us today, right? But the reality is I don't ever want people to feel stuck, right? I want to see them grow. And so if their connection with us then helps them find their own vision and mission I want to help encourage that I want to help grow that um, and and so if they're meant to move on and do whatever God has called them to do I want to encourage them to do that right I don't ever want folks to feel stuck but if they want to come and help come to a stand down meet great veterans uh, when we're able to do that Um, or just get to know us on our military Monday We, we had a sweet lady named Sharon Kirkpatrick last night on military Monday like it was just kind of weird and organic that she popped on well this lady is doing amazing things for female veterans who are incarcerated. And so American Legion Post 204, it's a national post for female veterans because back in the day, women couldn't join the old American Legion so they had to form their own. And so American, yeah, American Legion Post 204 for 10 years. They have done an outreach to incarcerated female veterans, help them with claims, help them uh, get back on their feet again. And so, I yeah, I, I as we're sharing, I'm like, I, I got to share what Sharon is doing for these women, because um, it probably means the world to them.
1: I love that. And I love the connections. It's like you speak the story, people show up, and then all these amazing connections happen. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't even know that was going on.
0: Absolutely.
1: Well, Deb, that wraps up our time. It went so quick. It was so great to talk to you. Any famous last words besides coast to coast, because God's
0: the most? (laughs) Well, um, I just want folks to know that... my thoughts and prayers are with everyone out there. And uh, if you're struggling during this time and you're feeling alone, uh, just know that there are people that are part of our community willing to listen. And you don't necessarily have to be a veteran, right? No, absolutely not. You know what? I, 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 I am very, we are very inclusive. Like, so, um, if you have served, if your spouse has served, if your kids have served, your, if your parents have served, if, if your third cousin, you know, <laughs> twice, twice removed, <laughs> served in the military, we want to connect yeah. with you.
1: I love that. And I know your heart, your heart is so full of love and wanting not to mm-hmm. fix, but to empower. And I love that.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Again, your website is www.com veterans for f-o-r worship veterans dot net or dot com and Either then we of. can go to the facebook page which is facebook slash veterans for worship and we are very active on there if you're looking for encouraging words and messages for the day you'll find them there i steal them from everyone i love it I love it. <laughs> Including you, Lori. Oh, really? I'm in some of your stuff. Oh, good. That makes me so happy. Uh, I last... love that chair button. Straight to Veterans for Worship.
1: Oh, okay. And then also, the last time I saw you was at the prayer. It was the day of prayer A year ago, because this year we had COVID going on, right? And so you were representing veterans at that. So thank you for the work you do. I am so grateful you took the time to talk with us. And I'm so glad that now people know another way to get connected, to volunteer, or to get help for a family member. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you for what you do, Coach Lori. Keep us encouraged.
1: (laughs) I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks so much for listening today. We hope you've learned something. I know I have. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community and beyond coast
0: to coast, like Deb said. We're now coast to coast. I just love to say this. We're coast to coast because God's the most.